Hey everybody, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I've been watching this show for too many years. Too many years. And I'm Kyle and Kim, you never asked me anything about me. What's your dad's name? You never asked me what my dad's name is and I don't think I can do this podcast anymore. Because I just don't know you. I just don't know anything about you. Kyle, you lied to me about your diet, okay? Are you drinking Uh, your lemon ginger? uh, I've definitely lied about my diet. (laughs) What about your glucosamine juice? My ginger lemon tea? (laughs) This tell-all was actually good. How did this happen? I think people were drinking. I think people were drunk like Heather, Stephanie's friend. I think no, she's just more. Italian, Kim. She's just Italian, of course. Uh, and I'm I'm so much more surprised, not only because I actually enjoyed watching a tell-all. Well, I was enraged for half of it, but overall <laughs> I liked it. Um, but also because it was the first tell-all that they filmed in quarantine, and I thought it was going to be shit, and it wasn't. Keep in mind that they trimmed 10 hours down to two if part two is any indication. I'm curious. We're going to talk a lot about this, I'm sure. I'm curious what your thoughts are. I know that this footage wasn't leaked. Correct. But I'm curious what your predictions are now that we've seen part one for how the fraud edit went. Yeah. So for all listeners, we're only covering part one in this podcast this week because we are doing a another secret recording tomorrow. So we won't be able to watch, uh, in time. Um, but this was the footage that wasn't linked, leaked in the 10 hour leak that you may or may not know about from a few weeks ago. There is a great tin foil hat theory going around that Sean Robinson leaked the 10 hour footage because she wanted to everyone to know how these people treat her when they're not (laughs) on camera. And I, I love this theory so much. I feel like, People have a newfound respect for Sean Robinson and are really like if they've into watched, her now. If they've watched the 10-hour footage, yeah. And just overall, like I just think people are, I don't know, warming to her in a way that they used to complain about her a lot. I always kind of liked her. And I think she's really like found her step of like, this is my trope. And I don't know. Well, we always defended her to, you know, various uh, reactions. Um because, come on, it, she has no control over what's going on. And that Zero. was totally proven. Hashtag Kim and Kyle always write sometimes. Yes, yes, it was. If you haven't watched the leak, Sean Robinson repeatedly, I mean, those producers are in her ear constantly. Barbara, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> Literally telling her what to say. Yeah. But I just found knowing that behind the scenes info from the leak. It just made watch. I've watched her with new eyes and it was so funny when she's just like, let's Erica and Stephanie scream at each other for three minutes straight. And she's just like, thank you for being so candid. Moving on. (laughs) I thought it was hilarious. I loved it. There was only one point where she inter or the producers told her to interrupt some Fortin to just move on to something else. I think it was when Stephanie and Erica first started to really get into it. And then they cut off their argument about like the, the dating app. Yeah. To bring in Erica's friend who Jessica, she's fine, but didn't really bring much (laughs) to the table. (laughs) And however, now that we know that they filmed for 24, 
fucking hours. Yes. Who knows if they really did cut them off in the in the moment. They probably have an probably hour not. of them screaming at each other that we didn't see. Probably. And also imagine that there's a 12-hour time difference in Australia. So Erica literally probably stayed up all freaking night to film this shit. Yeah. Two days in a row at least. At least. Also, did you see in the beginning, I don't know if anybody else caught this, but Erica was like furiously dialing Adam, trying to get him in. I think Jessica was the fallback plan. I think they were supposed to have Adam, oh. her friend that Stephanie was jealous of, because she kept dialing. She was like, come yeah. on, Adam, answer the phone. And I think he was just like, you know what? It's 3 a.m. I fell asleep. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm too high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too stoned. I'm not yeah. waiting for this shit anymore. I, I saw it more as she was quickly dialing people for moral support but i i know what you mean yeah i think that they were just trying to get a hold of him because it would have been great to have adam there um someone to defend her yeah that wasn't heather and sanders were horrible and if anybody so it's going around on social media on our social media now that sanders is out campaigning trying to get people to call tlc to get he and stephanie on pillow talk so apparently he's treating this as an audition and I'd say they failed because I have seen nothing positive about Stephanie and her friends. He failed miserably and my my initial gut reaction is to encourage everyone to send real we are not TLC emails to actual TLC. Yeah. But I feel like if people actually respond in any way, positive or negative, they're going to hire. We know yeah. what TLC is about. They're about controversy and just you just have to ignore these people. Totally. Also, if anything, I would want to see Erica and her friends. Like, they're yeah. the people I want. I think Erica is the first cast member in 90 Day History that I've ever wanted to hang out with. Like, I legit think she would be a fun, cool person to hang with. I have, I don't know how, but I like Erica even more after the tell-all. Me too. She had some savage comebacks without being like untruthful or no. ridiculous yeah she was she stabbed stephanie in the gut a couple times and then she fucking annihilated that guy when she was like steph did you look at the app yes and then he doesn't have anything to say for himself he just is like <clears throat> Yeah, and Idiot. when she, my favorite part of the whole tell-all was when she was like, Stephanie was actually the one that had all these shady messages in her Instagram, and she's like, no, that's just from, that's just from my YouTube, because my followers, she's like, oh, so it's business? It sounds like business, huh? Maybe something like a business networking app, right. maybe. <laughs> no! <laughs> and then Stephanie's like, you sh you didn't even watch my YouTube videos. You should have watched my YouTube videos. And then she's like, well, I'm nothing like my YouTube videos. You can't watch my YouTube videos and then think you know me. I'm like, which is it? Is she supposed to watch your fucking YouTube videos to learn about you? Or is that n actually not what you're like at all in real life? I do not understand. Don't understand. You're such a narcissist. Why didn't you watch all of my videos? <laughs> <laughs> When Stephanie called, I'm sorry, I'm choking on my drink. When Stephanie called Erica a narcissist, I belly laughed harder than I have all season. It's one of those words where I, I guess it just doesn't mean anything anymore. I know. It really doesn't. It's like gaslighting and narcissist are two words that have been used a lot in the last few years. And 
they just mean whatever they want you, you them whatever you want them to mean now apparently talk about projecting yeah i mean i don't know um the other so that was kind of the fun part of it the part that enraged me and where i had to do like breathing exercises to make it through was big ed which yeah. a lot of people are calling big ped <laughs> I, th- I really felt bad for Rose because I felt like she could not express herself. She was so angry and she's at such a disadvantage because she has her English just isn't good enough to where she feels comfortable expressing her anger and her feelings. And Ed knows this, you know, so he just when he laughed, by the way, let me we'll get into this deep. But do you believe that Ed asked her to get naked for money? Yes. 100 percent. Right. I, I believe it. And it's completely just because of his initial reaction. He laughed. Well, he said, oh, we're going to talk about that now. Oh, good point. That's not what you would say if there wasn't something to it. Like you, it, and then he acted surprised. Like, yeah. But you, yeah. Yeah. Avery defended Ed and I will never forgive her. <laughs> I will never forgive her for this. Queen Darcy. Okay. Sorry. We're getting, getting a little too deep. Um, There are a lot of people on this show that know absolutely nothing about fertility, specifically their own fertility, which begs the question, what do you know about your fertility? Are you toting eggs? Do we even know what that means? As a woman of childbearing age, I can tell you that fertility testing at the doctor's office is very expensive and complicated. I've done it and it was a hassle. That's why Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a single finger prick. I did it, guys, and I swear even Corey could do it with his fear of needles. You just prick your finger right in your own home, no need to go anywhere, mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing at the doctor's office can be over $1,000, but Modern Fertility costs only $159 to get the same information. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash cray cray right now, you can get $20 off your test, making it only $139. If you have an HSA, a health savings account, or an FSA, you can use those dollars to get Modern Fertility as well, which means you'd pay absolutely nothing out of pocket. You'll get insight into how many eggs you have, hormone levels, and any reproductive red flags. The results go in-depth into what every single hormone means, and you can actually talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and the options for next steps. And the fertility nurses at Modern Fertility are a delight to talk to. If you want kids today, or maybe just one day, you'll need information to make the decision that's best for you. What I'm saying, ladies, is that Angela could have just ordered a modern fertility test to figure out if she's actually toting eggs, or if she just has one left. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash cray cray. That means this test will cost you only $139 instead of the hundreds or thousands of dollars it could cost you at a doctor's office. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash cray cray. That's modernfertility.com slash cray cray. I'll also have a link in the show notes. Let's let's hop into the episode. Let's um uh, let's talk first about just the opening. So Darcy is getting dressed. Who doesn't like to shine like a diamond? She's got a scarf around her hair. Darcy's wearing a wig in this, right? Can we all agree? Oh my god. Of, She's like of mother of dragons. Well, you remember when 
<laughs> Stace was ripping out her extensions. <laughs> How does Stacy's hair look so fucking good? Stacy's hair looks good. It looked really good. I don't know. I turned away every time Stacy was on. I'm so over them. Darcy's hair looked insane. It was so long. <laughs> it was so long. It was like below her Literally hips. Like, trying to be a Disney character a little bit. It was a lot. And look, I love I I actually I have warmed to Darcy significantly over the last two seasons. But it was just it was a little too light. She looks better with the brassiness. It was a little hundred it was like 110% energy. <laughs> Yes. And we only needed like 98. 98. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that we both chose yeah. 98. <laughs> um, the other thing I thought was funny was David's food oh hoarding. God, I'm so angry about it. I thought it was so. He's like, this is going to get me through the whole year. I'm like, first of all, what is this fake vine on top of David's cabinets? What is that? Okay. I This made me so upset because. You know that this motherfucker was hoarding toilet paper. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And apparently like digestive biscuits. What were those like crackers that he had? Well, maybe he has trouble with digestion because he hasn't shat for a month because he only drinks fruit juice. What adult man besides Ash? We know he drinks his glucamine juice or whatever it was. What adult man besides Ash is drinking fruit juice on a daily bet? Like, do you drink fruit juice? No. Nobody should be drinking fruit juice. Can we just start there? Fruit it's juice is the reason why I'm a, I am a fat man. <laughs> because when I was a teen, when I was a kid, my parents only gave me juice. Like I, I was like David, but I have an excuse because I was 11. <laughs> I didn't drink water at all when I was a kid. We, yeah, we used to drink the fruit punch like yeah. out of the frozen thing. Yeah, you know? me too. In the juice, frozen juice aisle. Yeah. Like that used to be an aisle in the grocery totally. store. Okay. He He's like, I don't worth. drink water. Who doesn't drink water? Weird flex, but okay. That's, <laughs> that's a new one. And then he he bought like a thousand cans of chili. This house is going to smell <laughs> like, a, like the dead rat in fucking Rose's shower. There was like a lonely bag of Tostitos among everything else. Well, you can't hoard those. They're going to go stale. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. Good Lord. And it just, but it, it, look, he was hoarding a lot of cranberry juice, which to be fair, nobody else was interested, is interested in hoarding. So that's fine. And what I would call a digestive biscuit only the British people that are listening understand what I don't know what we we don't really have those here, right? I they're mean, just like little they're, cookie. They're cra- called they're like these. No, they're but they're more like a, the breakfast like Nutrigrain biscuit looking thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Kyle's eating like a shortbread cookie that I've provided, um, which are very tasty, but he thinks are mediocre. <laughs> Moving on, um, David's house looks like my grandma's house. Oh yeah. Like my grandma's house like 30 years ago, like the couch with the plaid of like the maroon and forest green and like the, the old, um, you know, lamp and the way that the end table was, I was dying. I was like, I know what this house smells like. It smells like apple cinnamon liqueur and like stale oatmeal. That is what this house fucking smells like. I think it's soon to be chilly. I think it smells like Metamucil. Chili farts and, and cat shit. 
Good call on the cat shit. 100% correct. Do you, I mean, he hasn't refurnished for 30 Ever. years. Yeah. Ever. Do you think that if he landed Lana and got her a visa that he would do a refresh? No, I don't Not think he's conscience. I don't conscience. I don't think he's conscious of the fact yeah. that there's a problem. Yeah. That fake vine on the top of the kitchen cabinet, though I died. It was great. Okay, sorry. So we'll, we'll, we'll actually talk about the uh, Ed says now. Ed says he did a pretty good job of showing Rose who he was. Are we going right into Ed? Going right into the big... Uh, well, let's start with... Um, just So we still really haven't gotten into the meat of it. Just one thing. They didn't explain at all why Joffrey and Varya weren't on. Not to even mention their names. And I've heard so many different rumors. So I have had so many people DM me and I haven't really dug into it because I don't care about Joffrey and we didn't cover him. I have heard everything from TLC actually got enough people clapping back about his um, domestic violence um, lawsuit that's been going on that they didn't want to show him on the tell-all. And then I've also heard that Joffrey himself decided that he didn't want to be a part of it. I don't know which is true. But he also put out Instagram videos whining about, you know, TLC canceling him. And right. he put out that really strange, I'm going to tell my truth video oh, my truth. where he didn't address oh. the, the substantive allegations at all. Yeah. He just made it sound like, woe is me, I was forced into being a drug dealer, shit like that. Because of the fact that he's whining about it, it leads me to hypothesize that TLC did not invite him. Yeah. Honestly, they didn't need him because there's a lot no, going on here. They didn't. And I wonder if one of the other reasons they didn't invite him is because at that point, all of the rest of the cast has to know everything about this. Every, yeah. I mean, shit, we know half the cast listens to this podcast. So, of course, they're going to know all the details about the allegations and all that's been going on with him. Mm-hmm. It's very public that he's not even together with Varya anymore. Is it? Yeah, because he allegedly beat the crap out of someone that wasn't Varya that he was with. Yes. I know the timeline is weird there, but it still doesn't make sense that Varya reached out to me to defend him. That's, I think, a a separate, unrelated, strange issue. Anyway, I don't want to get into it. Anyway, my point is, I wonder if they wouldn't have been able to control the other cast members going after him. That's a really good point. Uh, There's so many reasons. You know that Tom would have made a big show of it trying to look better. Would he? Because he defended Big Ed. He tried to deflect... Can we just hop into Big Ad? All right, yeah. I'm sorry. So, war, sorry. One more thing about the opening: we had to watch all these recaps of these happy airport greetings, and when they go to the people, like the cast members on the cameras, they all look miserable. Oh yeah, especially Rose. Um, the only person that had no reaction at all was Erica, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. She was stone faced, and I was I thinking, like, oh god, is she just? Is she on drugs because she just can't handle this? Because she just had the build ring light and was just staring into the camera. Good for Ash, her. Ash looked so devastated every time he was on screen. I almost felt bad for Ash. <laughs> and like, we all know after boxes, I can't look at him the same way. 70% is a B in Nigeria. I don't know if you knew that, Kim. <laughs> she gave him a 50% and then asked if Ash could teach him some things. All right, let's talk about Big Ped. 
Okay, Ed, I just want to get this one out of the way because I was enraged. Enraged. Okay, where do I even start? 100% believe that Big Ed asked Rose to get naked for money. This isn't about like the naked thing. It's a This is like a power trip, right? And it just, it kind of goes along with everything that we've learned about Big Ed in this show. He wants to be he's he's controlling like he wants Rose to do what he wants he wants her to shave her legs he wants her to brush her teeth he wants her to do this do that he wants her to do what he wants her to do and so I could see him like getting a power trip out of like take your clothes off I'll give you money oh you're desperate oh you're desperate you have financial problems yeah I don't know it's gross I've Ed fucking have a hard time thinking about it Ed has only I, I truly believe that Ed has only shown us very small glimpses of who he really is. I agree. And I think that one thing you can say about Ed is that he's media savvy. We've all experienced that. I mean, it's objectively true based on how popular his face is on the internet now. I can't even imagine the kind of dark shit that happened when the cameras were off. Well, you didn't watch the leak. He's like sucking up to Sean Robinson, like being all nicey-nicey with her. He knows exactly what he's doing. He yeah. is very media savvy, and that's what makes him so dangerous. Like, right. I see him as like a dangerous predator. Like, He said I, he was ready to give up his daughter. On camera. On camera. For like the third time. And she was right there. <laughs> and then she still defended him. I was so irritated because I thought when Tiffany came on, Ed's daughter Tiffany, not Tiffany of Tiffany and, R- Tiffany and Ronald. Tiffany came on and I'm like, oh, she watched the season. She's got to have, like, he lied about wanting kids. That is unforgivable. Yeah. And just the way that he treated her, like getting her drunk, telling her to shave her legs, you know, this and that, the way he treated or didn't treat Prince, poverty shaming her with the rest of the cast started by Tom Brooks. Thank you. Nobody brought up Prince at all. No one. And nobody brought up the fact that he had to get her drunk to sleep with him. That didn't come up. Not in the footage that we saw. Yeah. But it did come up that... Okay, I just... Why does he keep calling her Rosemary? (laughs) He calls her Rosemary, and then he calls her Rosemary as well. It's so... so, I'm like, he doesn't even know her freaking name. It's really weird. Do you... What was with... The so the first thing that they get into was who who reached out first yeah. to try to rekindle things. Supposedly, they both say it was the other one. Ed furiously shakes his phone at the camera as if that is evidence of anything. By the way, he's shaking his camera roll. Did you notice that? It yeah, was his camera roll. It wasn't his messages or his DMs. It's right. freaking screenshots. He could have texted those pictures to himself and he's resaved them. It's so obvious. He's a designer. He's he knows Master about Photoshopper. the internets. Yeah. You know. Anyway, um, who? I mean, and really, who cares anyway? Rose looks like she's going to vomit the entire time. She she has some facial expressions. If we hadn't seen some of her looks of disgust this season, I would think that she was playing it up a little bit. I got some DMs where people were like, she was obviously acting. I'm like, really? Because that looked like a woman in complete distress to me. And for well, she, she had done that on the season several yeah, times. It, it was completely in character. 
she's so angry that she can't even articulate. She can't even speak English. And I totally get that. Like her, I don't want to say that like Rose doesn't speak good English. Like she seems to understand almost everything that's said to her. But I think it's when you're very angry and you don't speak another language fluently, I think it's really hard to like articulate what you're trying to say. And that's why she asked for the translator. Now, I think that that kind of did not play in her favor because a, we had to wait for the translator to like translate for her and people don't have that much patience because Big Ed can just like barge right in and like continue hammering in his point without giving her a chance to speak. Um, and I just think it I diffuses don't know. the emotions of what she was it saying. Did. Exactly. Because yeah. the translator is like, she says that she's angry and he pay, he tried to pay her money to get naked. I'm like, okay, it's not the same when you're saying it. On the other hand, as a viewer, you're seeing what she's saying in real time. That's true. But... I don't know if she really had a choice because it would have taken so long for her to get those feelings and emotions out without the translator. I feel I like. agree. It was yeah. probably the best call, but um, the way Ed is just like laughing at her, kind of shaming her for dating a woman. What did you think about that? He's like, well, Rose, Rose, this, this is a picture on the internet of Rose holding hands with a woman. A woman. A woman. I'm like, uh, Ed, she broke up with you and left your ass in Palawan. And then she went and like met somebody else and dated them. There is no story here. What was he trying to prove? He, he was in his head. What he's trying to show is that she wasn't quote being honest with him about her past. But it wasn't the past. It was the future. In his head, her being bisexual means that she kept things from him. And that was more of a secret than I don't want to have any more children, even though I know it's your dream. It's it's projection electric boogaloo round 16. <laughs> I was enraged. It felt like Ed was slut shaming her. Like, oh, look, Rose just went and banged somebody else. And oh, it was a woman. Oh, my God. And and who cares? I, I just there's no story here. I don't understand what he what the point he was trying to make. The, the other thing that I realized watching Ed is he has branded himself as such a clown that when he says, I was stupid, I was blind, I'm an oh. idiot, I fell in love, it really has no meaning None. because he's literally, in a way, marketing himself when he says that. Him saying, I was stupid and dumb and I'm an idiot is literally on brand. And so it, it, it doesn't buy you any points. You're not yeah. being genuinely contrite. Right, because yeah. he's like, "Oh, I'm just Big Ed. I'm just a dummy in love. I just fell in love. I'm Big Ed." It's like basically Darcy, live, laugh, love. He's a character. Yeah, he's a caricature. His his daughter, yeah, like when his daughter's like, "Well, that was really hard to hear that he said yet again he would have given me up for Rose." We've already been through this. He said it during the season. We've reconciled, and now he just says it again in front of my face, and then he's just like immediately these crocodile tears like i'm sorry i didn't mean it i was in love it's just a stupid man in love what can i do 
I wanted to smack him. And the whole time he's holding this little dog so that he looks like less of a predator. Right. It makes him look like more innocent. And I just, it was fucking disgusting, the whole thing. You know, we don't take this show too seriously. Yeah. And I've never really felt rage for a cast member like I feel rage for Ed. And um, it's hard. It's because he's winning. Yeah, he is winning the media game here. Yeah. He is getting all of the media attention. He has been Instagram living with Tori Spelling and other uh, D-list celebrities. Um, everybody knows who he is. The, he's on the Clapback show that's airing June 22nd. Yeah. Um, he is winning, and it it sickens me. I, I don't take this show too seriously. Like, I try to, you know, you got to stay a little bit removed from some of these gross characters. This one has me like genuinely upset. Yeah. And I hate that because I want to have fun watching this dumpster fire. Well, it was fun seeing Darcy shit on him. I, dude, this gave me a newfound respect for Darcy. I couldn't believe that no other cast members were chiming in to defend Rose. Yeah. No one. Tom is like deflecting, like, let's talk about the diseased rat shower. And Darcy's like. You've never seen your cock, Ed. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. That was kind of funny. funny. What was it like taking a shower with your father? (laughs) You haven't seen your feet in years yet, Ed. Don't don't lie. But and even even Steph, who it has been rumored strongly that Ed is a subscriber to her OnlyFans. Yeah. And she was not okay with that. Even she didn't step in to defend Rose at all. It it disgusts me. I don't understand why. Dude, it could have been cut. It could have been cut. It could have been cut, but you use your voice to defend those that are in need of defending. She's at such a disadvantage here. I mean, she... She has trouble with the language. Ed's laughing at her, discrediting her. He's got his Photoshop photo reel ready to go from his phone. She keeps shoving in the camera. But Darcy chimes in and she's like, you lied about the kids thing. Darcy's the only person that brings us up, by the way. Right. You lied, Ed. You lied about the kids. That's a big lie. And he tries to play it off. He's like, oh, I lied about my height four inches. Big deal. No, Ed, that's not the lie we're talking about. And she tells him to do better. Kids cost money. And... Yeah, uh, he he came for her a little bit. Don't point your finger at me. Oh, you don't come for the Darce. No, don't come for the Darce. Uh-uh. You Matt don't. Poodle be coming for you. You do not dang. <laughs> you do not dangle the Darce. No, all right. Don't dangle Darcy. Even Lisa <laughs> said something. At least she didn't really. She didn't really defend Rose necessarily, but she at least came for Ed a little bit and said, no American woman would put up with that shit. And she said, are you seriously going to tell me that you loved Rose? Like, I don't believe you. You were, she says, it seems like you used her. Even BGL understands what's going on here. The, maybe the most fucking stupid thing that was said on this entire tell all was Ed saying to Lisa, why were you spreading such a negative message saying you're going to have yes. unprotected sex with someone you've never met? What? Also, that's what you're focused on? R- yeah, really? And it's, out of all the things that Lisa did, that's the thing you're going to That's the th- you're going to you're going to go after the raw dog. That's 
That's the problem with Lisa. That's the only thing you can think of. The raw dog. That is a personal decision that actually affected no one besides she and us men. I'm more concerned with her use of the N-word. We both got tested. Yeah. Done. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Maybe you should go get tested, Big Ed. Last thing about Big Ed, Erica's um, comment was, I don't like the way he treats Rose and disrespects her culture. And I think this is like a thing that they didn't touch on either. Is like, yeah. like, it is, that shower scene was hilarious and Rose was like dying laughing and it was, but he, it's the way that he talks about it that I just didn't like, you know, like it's some sort of, you know, oh, what a gross, dirty place with this rat and blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's pretty fucking gross. I was, (laughs) you know, I was afraid I was going to sleep on him and it's weird showering with your father and like all this different stuff. I don't know. Just like chill out, Ed. Even David says, uh, who would know? David. David, who would know, says he didn't go over there to get married. Yeah. David knows. And then Avery, I can't even talk about it. I don't know if Rose was being completely honest. Shut up, Avery. What the fuck? Why did she chime in like that? I was so mad at her. What is she not? I'm not even sure what she was referencing. Is she saying in general across the whole storyline or was it about the get naked now video? I don't know. Good, good point. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, it's either way. It's bad. I am super excited to tell you about our newest sponsor, Duke Cannon. You know what dries out hands? Washing them a lot. An activity which we're all now very well familiar. Duke Cannon's Bloody Knuckles Hand Repair Balm replaces all that moisture that keeps going down your sink. In fact, if we ever do start actually shaking someone's hands again, people are going to notice how well moisturized your hands are. As a computer programmer, my hands are like spun silk, but my wife has been using this stuff religiously and she says it's amazing, which means a lot coming from someone with an entire drawer of hand balm. This Bloody Knuckles hand balm is made with lanolin to provide the moisturizing relief your hardworking hands need. It doesn't leave your hands feeling sticky or greasy and it's completely unscented. There's five ounces of moisturizing goodness in each jar, so it lasts a long time. Duke Cannon Supply Company is as American as a Kentucky bourbon whiskey. Not only do they make all their products in the USA, they put actual Buffalo Trace bourbon whiskey in my new favorite soap, their big American bourbon whiskey soap. Why? To give it its unique oak barrel scent. And because they could. This is America. It's whiskey and soap, okay? Even better, it's three times the size of common puny whiskeyless soaps. Visit DukeCannon.com and use the promo code CRAYCRAY for 10% off your entire order. Free shipping with orders over 20 bucks. A range of Duke Cannon men's premium products are also available at your local Target. Once again, visit DukeCannon.com and use promo code CRAYCRAY for 10% off your entire order and free shipping with orders over $20. DukeCannon.com, promo code CRAYCRAY. You want to get into them? I want to talk about Avery and Ash. Yeah. Okay. Um, They broke up for about the reasons you would expect. She didn't want to take his kid away from her mom. Because she's a mom too, and that's fucking stupid. Is that why? Because it felt like she had inherited Ash's psychobabble. 
or adapted it. You know, it- a little bit. I felt the same way. She she used very broad general language a lot of the time. She she was not very direct. Sean Robinson was like, Avery, why did you two break up? And she's like, well, because his honesty and his... I can't even... Like- Diet drinks and... Uh, <laughs> he showed me a... He, he took a picture of his stool in the toilet, <laughs> but it wasn't his. It was another man. It was his brother's poopy. Ash is all of us when one of our friends asks us to do Whole30 or keto. And you're like, yeah, I'll do it to support oh, you. Yeah, and then yeah, you yeah. lie about like, you're like, yeah, I didn't have a cookie today. Mm-hmm. He's in fucking Australia. Of course he's going <laughs> to lie about dieting. And of all, okay, can we just address of all of the people on this goddamn show that need to be on a diet, can we all agree that it's not Ash? This is like the one thing we'll say about him. He has videos on how to fuck with your hip flexors <laughs> on his Instagram. Yes, he does. Highly recommend it. That Avery can't deny. Best sex of her life. Best sex of her life. <laughs> no, this is what I, I don't. I didn't take it as a diet. Like I need to lose weight diet. I took it as a like, I'm only going to eat goji berries and Flush butter for the next toxins, day. etc. Yeah, that kind of cleanse bullshit. They were stuff. doing a multi-level marketing scam together. Probably. And. Ash was in her downline and he didn't buy enough product. <laughs> I took it as something along those he lines. He didn't buy enough goji berries. Yeah, he needs more goji berries. That's that's the way that I took it. Um, it was like a Whole30, a keto thing maybe. I don't know. I wonder if Ash, um, you know, I don't feel like Ash came off. I feel like, strangely enough, listen, a- Ash is bottom of the barrel but we often talk about how people come off on the tell-all mm-hmm. and if they gain points or lose points i think he gained i think he gained he went from zero to like point two, and avery went from 10 to like seven. Oh, she went like to below five for me after she defended ed I yeah just can't. she used weird generalizations she she talked about stories that kind of went nowhere and, she didn't say anything. And Ash, to his credit, he didn't do a lot of psychobabble. Maybe yeah. I'm misremembering. Please. No, I don't think he did. I think Ash was very much more targeted when she's like, or sorry, Ash said. There's a lot of energy talk. Con- yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of dumb. energy and a lot of <laughs> self-reflection. But at the end of the day, he said she wanted to take a break to reassess. And for me, when you're committed, you don't need to take breaks. You work through it. And I kind of agree with him there. Yeah, like, how many said, times um, is she going to break up with him? Right. If someone tells, if my wife told me we're taking a break, I would kill myself like, <laughs> immediately. Like, well, I'm going to ride or die. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, I don't know. It, they start fighting. Sean is like, stop, 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 stop. Like, Avery's going on with this psycho babble. And Sean Robinson is like, stop talking, Avery. Stop talking. Okay. Ash is devastated that her feelings were faded. She's like, what a knife in the heart. And I, I'm glad that Sean Robinson like stopped her psycho babble so that Ash could actually explain what the hell happened, which is not a whole lot. Avery just like her love faded because they live on two different continents, and she was they like, live on two different continents. Yeah. They're not that dick isn't swinging in her face anymore. She's not digmatized anymore. She lost the digmatization. Uh, I'm sure there's definitely some shit about the kids thing. That was really weird. That would be a deal breaker for most people. Totally get it. At the end of the day, I think that she. 
caught him in what probably amounts to a white lie. Yeah. And she had a meltdown because this is it's like Angela. Angela catching my cow in the tiniest little lies about nothing. Yeah. Not saying that's a good thing. You shouldn't do that. It's it's, it's pointless. It's stupid. And it sh- it does show a pattern. I just think she wanted to dump him and use it as a as a reason. Yeah, you're probably right. She probably did use it as an excuse to just break up with him. I She didn't have that D. The the dick was the only thing holding them together, literally and figuratively. And also he he was drinking that lemon ginger. If Lisa's confused about what the fuck is going on, then you know that it's it's just doesn't make it. It's just bizarre. So true. How much money would you bet that Avery and Ash get back together? Like, is there a dollar amount that you would put on betting? Well, what are the odds? I need odds, Kim. This is not a 50-50 thing. I would say three to one. Three to one odds? I put a G on that. (laughs) We're getting serious here. Yeah. Yeah. Listeners, we are living in interesting times, and now more than ever, you may be dealing with stress and anxiety, and you may be feeling a real need to talk to someone about it. Maybe you're dealing with issues you've been wanting to resolve for years now, or maybe you're dealing with depression and anxiety for the first time. It's possible you'd love to talk to a counselor, but you're just not sure how to go about actually finding a counselor. Enter BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers affordable, convenient counseling via text, chat, phone or video. No, you don't even have to travel anywhere. If you're really needing counseling right now, you don't even have to leave your house to get help. BetterHelp is there for you. I used to go to counseling in person, but I found it so overwhelming to drive across town to get to my counselor's office, and I hated scheduling appointments with her weeks in advance. I'm just so busy, I ended up not being able to go a lot of the time. And right now, more than ever, I'm looking for a way to telecommute to all of my appointments, including counseling. With BetterHelp, you can connect with a professional counselor in a safe environment and communicate how it's easiest for you by text, video, chat, or phone. You can talk with a licensed professional counselor who specializes in issues like depression, stress, anxiety, trauma, family conflicts, and much more. Everything is safe and secure. BetterHelp allows you to get help at your own time and at your own pace, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp. Get started right away. No waiting days or weeks for appointments. BetterHelp is a truly affordable option, and for 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray listeners, get 10% off your first month with discount code Cray Cray. Go to betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray. Simply fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with the perfect counselor for you. That's betterhelp.com slash Cray Cray, or use discount code Cray Cray to get 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. I'll also have a link in the show notes. Let's move on to Yolanda. Yolanda. Oh, that's where you're going. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, David, you're asking for a scam if you connect on social media. I never talk to a girl without a camera and never send money. Wow. The delusion is spectacular. I don't even know what the... He thinks because... He hasn't sent money to Lana directly via the fucking cash app that that means that he hasn't been scammed out of money. He has been scammed so much worse because wouldn't you have rather given the $300,000 directly directly to Lana? Lana Yeah. Than to this freaking website. 
But that just proves that it's not a scam. You just paid a bunch of Ukrainian developers is what you did. <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway. The Ukra- web developers, to clarify. A bunch of the Ukrainian developers. Yeah. Sean Robinson said the Ukraine like oh, she three did. times. I didn't notice that. <laughs> don't Ooh. say that, Sean. Come mm. on. <laughs> I don't like that. It's not the way to say it. Can we go over the fact that Yolanda got the flu and was in a coma for a freaking month? Yeah. That was in December. And she said that like the doctor now thinks that she had COVID. I was like, get the antibody Get the test, antibody. Please. I haven't heard a lot in the news about people getting it in December in Vegas. I think that would be a big deal if that was true. You would think so. But that definitely sat. She was on a ventilator for a month. If she had it, then I definitely had it. Yolanda, I will say this. Like Yolanda is generally like warm, self-deprecating, kind of funny. I can see why they chose to cast her. Like she everything pointed to that she was a promising cast member. Yeah, I guess. I think. I they should have looked into the Williams before they cast her, but yeah. I thought it was pretty funny that Usman doesn't think he's a scammer. He could be in the reasoning is great. The reasoning is so fucking hysterical <laughs> to me. Usman said he's not a scammer because Nigerians don't talk to people for that long without asking for money. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it when they're like, call the Williams. And Yolanda's like, I'm calling him. And Usman's like, my phone's ringing. (laughs) That was pretty funny. I love that he like has humor about it, you know, because everybody is. This this was suspicious. This was so dumb, but. Actually, this was the only part of the tell-all that was lighthearted, and it was silly, and people weren't ganging up on Yolanda and calling her dumb. They were saying, Erica said, it's not your fault, it happens, you know, Lisa even, it's like, this is not your fault, you shouldn't be feel bad about yourself. Lisa has was, 300 of these Yahoo boys it was texting a, her every day, apparently. Basically, this was kind of like a Yolanda group hug. And it I, was kind of cute. It was kind of cute. This is what I'm saying is that like Yolanda is a sympathetic character. Yeah. They played the, they played the clip of the Williams talking and Tom is cracking up. She's like, now that I hear it again, he doesn't sound British. She sounds that's, like Usman. <laughs> that's not British at all. <laughs> Tom's like, he does not sound like me. Oh, I thought it- Lisa, Lisa chiming in with her expertise was oh. so funny. Yahoo boys and G men. You are his client. He's a typical scammer. He's grooming. It's like, she's dropping all the terminology and shit. He's going to, he's going to try to take you from Instagram and go to Google Hangouts. Well, he did take me to Google Hangouts. Mm hmm. It's like How the first time such... Lisa has ever been right about anything, and she's so fucking proud of herself. <laughs> How did Lisa, like, how does she know all this? Because she's talking to 300 men's. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Lisa was ever scammed and then she became the scammer? I think that Lisa has a low cunning. You can't scam a scammer type thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think she's been scammed. If no. she what if she has, she'd never admit it. All the fucking answers that Lisa. She's like, he's grooming you. I'm like, you know this because you've been grooming. You're young grooming. Men. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That's exactly why. You've been grooming dick for 20 years. Usman even says, How do you know all this, Yahoo lady? 
I cracked up at that. What else? The daughter is Kara. She's pretty. She, her daughter's beautiful. Um, she doesn't say a whole lot because there's not yeah. a whole lot to say. She's like, yeah. thank God for your kids that you didn't send them any money. And that is, that is why Yolanda's storyline is funny and we can joke about it is because she didn't go bankrupt. Right. She didn't give him her life savings like a lot of people do in real life, which is really freaking sad. The, the David storyline, we can shit on him mercilessly because he's pretty well off and yeah. 300,000 to him is a lot of money, but it's not financially oh, devastating or anything. No, David said in the leak, he was like, you know, you'd think that, you know, it's probably $40,000 a year that I spent. He's like, that might be a lot for you, but for me, I can afford it. Because he has no expenses except cat food and juice. (laughs) Cranberry juice, one bag of Tostitos and cat food. Cat litter and chili. (laughs) Canned chili and cat litter. No Lysol. Let's talk about Stephanie and Erica. I'm just trying to look for my notes. They're all messed up and around. I don't think Steph is a bad person. I just never want to talk to her again. (laughs) Uh. Okay. Sorry. This this enraged me in the fun reality TV type of way. Yeah. Nobody's hurt. Nobody has been, you know, I mean, Erica seems hurt, but no hurt, but not in the way yeah. that like Rose, like right. Erica and and Stephanie are on this. This is this is a bad disempowered. This is a bad breakup. Right. That's about as far Train as it right. goes. There's yeah. there's no other not like nasty social context on top of it. Right. Exactly. So it was, it was just heartbreaking to watch them like see each other at the airport and they're all happy. And then we see like Steph fast forward. Stephanie's like throwing throwing a bowl. Yeah. (laughs) Erica, what was the low point for you? I think when Stephanie threw the bowl (laughs) and stormed out and then we broke up horrible um we already talked about this in the beginning but the the discussion around the app the dating app i found particularly hilarious like because erica got stephanie so good it was such a good burn where she was like she was ready she She was was locked and loaded she was yeah i liked that led her right into the trap Let's let's hop into though Stephanie's friends. <sighs> Heather, I've been nothing but kind to you, Erica. Also, Heather. Two seconds later, fuck you. I'm Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a dick because I'm Italian. <laughs> what the hell? Okay. Um. And yeah, what's the dude's name? Adam. No, the oh, uh, Stephanie Sanders. Sanders. This guy Sanders comes in and right off the bat, the first thing he says, I, I'm, I'm trying to parse through, maybe you can help me. Sanders, the first thing he says is that if Stephanie was a man, this thing about the app wouldn't be a problem. So let's think about that. Erica's dating a man. So let's say it's Adam and Adam has a dating app on his phone that's also a business networking app. So let's say Adam is a, owns some sort of business, photography business, and he's using it for photography networking. No problem. I don't understand why this is gendered. 
I don't understand either. It doesn't make any sense. That yeah, it was so strange. It just came out of left field. Um and I mean the first thing they start arguing with Erica about this whole this whole phone thing. There's a lot of yelling and at one point Erica just asks like, "Hey, can maybe can we stop yelling?" And uh they just keep screaming and <laughs> And Erica's response is so great. She's like, well, I'm sure you've been yelled at being Steph's friend for this long <laughs> many times. Such a savage Oh, burn. my God. And then it just got better from there. She's so... She's cold-hearted when she wants to be. It's she's awesome. Witty. She's clever. She's quick and clever, and she doesn't give a fuck anymore. No. And I loved it. My favorite screenshot of Erica this entire season is like... I think it's the last episode and it's just her saying, I just don't give a fuck anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like That's the Erica we love. She, and enjoy. she is savaging these people. And what's their response? The only thing Nothing. that they can do is scream. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm going to be a dick. Cause I'm Italian. <laughs> and her friend, Jessica's like, why are you yelling? Heather, why are you yelling at Erica? And she's I'm like, Italian. and she just starts chugging. Then wine. She holds up a <laughs> wine glass and said, this is why I haven't worked in 45 days. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, That's what? a reason to scream at strangers. It was so wild. The, keep in mind, these people have never spoken before. No. Ever. Sanders changed his profile to read that he, uh, before the 90 day season four, as if he were a freaking cast member. Oh my God. Please. What's my dad's name? Erica. <laughs> Checkmate. Got him. <laughs> yes. Got that bitch. <laughs> Booyah. I would ask you how long it took to know your wife's father's name when you were dating, but he's Polish father-in-law. Oh, we definitely banged before I knew. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Because <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, it's not like when people... When, when you're just getting to know someone, you say, my dad. You don't say, yeah. my father, Vlad. Like, well, like nobody, nobody Gregory Scott that. Williams yeah. III. <laughs> like, Who the, what the, yeah. I, I, I was trying to think today, like, how many guys I've dated before it, it, I met my husband that, like, I knew their dad's names. I can't remember any of them now, so. She says... Let's figure that out before we hold hands. <laughs> I mean, feeling like I like, okay. Oh, it's so good. The sentiment is fine. The sentiment where you feel like you want to get to know someone better before you bang them is fine. The dad's name thing really strange, but even that, like, if that is some kind of like arbiter of knowing someone's heart. Okay, great. But holding hands? It's so bizarre. The last thing I'll say about Erica and Stephanie are, Erica's closet is incredible. It looks like a <laughs> glitter bomb exploded behind yeah. her. There's there's some great memes with Erica um, dressed as Erica is wont to do. And the caption is, me after three months of Amazon shopping coming out of quarantine. <laughs> 
There's lots of great memes with Erica, and they're all happy ones. So, all right, let's quickly blow through Darce. Um, Tom's at his mom's house in Nottingham. Nottingham? I, I love how he tried to pass that off as his own house. He's like, I'm in the middle of the country in I'm Nottingham. Back, I'm back home. I'm back home in Nottingham. I'm like, that's your parents' house. One day I'll stop talking about it. She needed more of me than I could give. Like, what, what did you ever give, though? Besides Nothing. straining your ankle the first and only time you banged. I have to admit, I kind of zoned out during this. I couldn't like really focus on anything that Tom was saying. I watched it three times trying to like take notes and really like. He didn't really say much. He didn't. He said a lot of words, but he didn't say anything that I can really talk about. Until the end. Until the end. And he's like, I was hoping that Darcy would beg me to stay with her. I was like, yeah. what? Uh, he didn't really say much until that. And then the Avery stuff started. That was real weird, that which we'll, we're going to get into. Yeah. But, um, I thought, yeah, Raina, you're trying too hard with the emoji thing. I thought it was funny. I it laughed. It was kind of cute, but like, I don't know. I, it's it's that it was so premeditated. Oh, yeah, I know. You she know? wants to be on Pillow Talk, too. Yeah. Just like all the rest of them, but. Yeah. Why didn't you funny. tell Darcy you were seeing someone? We had blocked each other in every way, shape, and form. So, question, do you think, given that, apparently they were broke. I mean, Darcy doesn't seem to deny that they blocked each other, but Darcy clearly feels like there wasn't closure. And so she thought they were still in a relationship. This is the eternal Ross and Rachel debate. Where do you land here? Do you think that they were still together? Did Tom cheat on her? It's really hard to discern, right? Because, For me, they probably weren't together. Like, if they weren't communicating and he doesn't call you on your birthday, then, like, it's not your boyfriend. I don't know. Um, if your husband disappears for 10 days, you're 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 banging. In Canary? You're, 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 Was he in Canary? Your husband just goes off. You're checking those DM requests. <laughs> you're, fil- you're looking at your filtered messages. Yeah, right. You're oh downloading Bumble. You're, you're, you're opening networking app, business networking apps like crazy. <laughs> I am never looking at my filtered messages ever in my whole <laughs> life. I send those to you to yeah, filter for me. Totally. That's why you get the, we are not TLC emails because I was mentally tired. Um, no, I, I don't know. This is, it's hard. I, I would say I would have assumed if you're assuming that he's going to look at other people or start dating other people, you're probably not together. If you even consider that you're not right, together. Right. Yeah. But I just, why, why, I, I, I hate ghosting. It's gross to me. No, that's, Tom is trying to hedge his bets. Yeah. He's always hedging. He's always hedging. I he's mean, dang, he's dangling the darts. He is dangling darts. He's dangling like a carrot. He's literally, he's like, well, I met Shannon while I was in Milan and he says he was single. And he he was told that Darcy was dating another guy. They're not communicating to each other at all. Right. So what happened is basically exactly what Darcy and Stacy call him out on. They got into a fight. Two days later, he's in Milan plowing at the hotel. And he doesn't break up with Darcy 
because he feels like he doesn't have to. And then he plays it off like, we were on a break. What did I do? And, Nothing. And the, the worst part about it is the way that he... This meeting... Okay, if if you assume for a moment that this wasn't forced by TLC by dangling a big check, if you assume that this is real, this is all about Tom. It has nothing to do with Darcy. Yeah. He doesn't care about her feelings at all. He's literally showing up with his dick still wet from Milan, and he's thinking, well, if she says something nice to me... Then we can be together again for 20 minutes in Connecticut before I go. He he literally wanted to fuck her in the hotel room in New York. Do you really think, like, do you want to date someone that when they're coming to meet you for the first time in, I don't know, six, eight months, they still don't know if they want to date you again? Right. Like, he should, you should want the, the person, man or woman, to decide that. Before they show up for said meeting. I wanted to figure out. don't want to feel it out. I want to figure out how I felt about certain things. No, it's not acceptable. It's just. Kyle, do you have any last words? Well, we have one more hour of content for Before the 90 season four. Um, You know, since I think a lot of our listeners, if not the majority, have already watched the entire thing in the the yeah in the ten hour form, Um, we're going to talk about the hour that is airing as we speak on our Patreon. So if you're not a subscriber, go to Patreon.com/slash Reality Cray Cray. We talk about it on what we call our B sides episode, which means that's basically just our Patreon episode. We put one out weekly. Lately, they've been two hours each. We yeah. talk stuff we missed on the main podcast. We talk about way more evidence, get a little more personal sometimes. Kyle says things that piss people off, right? <laughs> rightly so. And then I apologize on the Facebook group. Um, and then uh, often we'll talk about other shows that are going viral right now, like Tiger King, Game of Thrones, what we covered, Love is Blind. We we have to cover, cover Smothered at some point. People oh, are God. really begging okay. for it. And then um, if we... If there's not anything super topical, we go into 90 Day Classic, old old seasons. So we'll be talking about the leaked tell-all footage on the episode that comes out Thursday with maybe, cross your fingers, a special guest. Don't want to jinx it. We'll see. Yes. Was supposed to happen last week. Hoping it happened. Supposed, yeah, not going to talk about it. So <laughs> this week, yeah, there's there's just so much 90 day content now. They're just cranking this stuff out. So this week we have um, the other way premiere and the last hour of the tell all that we'll do for B sides um, on Thursday. So and then next Monday, or is it going to be t- or Tuesday? I think we're still sticking with Monday and just doing happily ever after, right? Okay, so next Monday we're going to hit you with the first the premiere of happily ever after. It seems like there's going to be a lot to talk about. Happily ever after seems like it's going to be really heavy with content. So um, we're just going to play it by ear. But for now, I think we're going to stick with Mondays yeah. um, and do uh, the other way on B sides. So we'll see how that plays out. Cool. That's all we've got. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Um, Thank you to our sponsors. Uh, Thank you to BetterHelp. Go to BetterHelp.com slash CrayCray. Get 10% off your first month. Thank you to Modern Fertility. Go to ModernFertility.com slash CrayCray to get $20 off your at-home fertility test. And Duke Cannon. What's the URL? DukeCannon.com slash CrayCray. (laughs) 
I don't think it's a URL. You put in a promo code. Promo code. At checkout. Cray Cray. Yeah. Kyle legit uses Duke Cannon and it is awesome. I bought a bunch of shit the other day. I bought more beard stuff, used the code, and my beard's smelling and feeling good. (laughs) It does look very good. Father's Day coming up very soon. Yes. So use the code. All right. I smell like whiskey (laughs) and beer. Yeah. In a good way. Supports veterans. Yeah. Um, Leave us a review. Only if you like us, though. If you don't like us, don't listen to this podcast. What are you doing? <laughs> I know, right? Like, seriously. Like, there's so much other content to listen to, people. And, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray and at going.kyle. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.